there's no individual or machine, if you will, that can predict what's going to happen because news is unpredictable. I mean, 100%. Obviously, let's be candid here. What's in the news right now? Okay, we're talking about the virus and the flu virus in, right. in China. Well, obviously that slowly developed, but then, you know, the market reacted to it and it, it took a pretty big downturn. And so no one or no machine can predict that. That is impossible. Welcome to the Perfect Game Retirement Podcast with former professional baseball player and now financial coach at Black Oak Asset Management, Ryan Ledman. This show will help you make the right financial decisions so you can pitch a perfect game in retirement. Here's the windup and the delivery. Thanks for joining us on Perfect Game Retirement, a podcast that deals a lot with financial planning, retirement planning, asset management. We got a lot of different things we'll discuss on this podcast. And today we're going into lies, broker lies, uh, some statements you might hear financial professionals make that uh, you should probably raise a red flag and be a little cautious about. We're going to explain those to you today, pull back the curtain a little bit and kind of tell you what you might hear from financial professionals that can be a concern. So we'll do that, uh, as always, with Ryan Ledden, the president and financial coach at Black Oak Asset Management. Ryan, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you doing today, Ben? I'm doing good, doing good. Uh, I know we're we're start of this podcast. What, what, are, what kind of reaction have you gotten from people when you told them you've, you're starting a podcast? I mean, to be perfectly candid, even just for me, it's kind of surreal. Uh, it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool. I'm doing a podcast anyway, because I just, I've been listening to them for so long. And like I said, in in the very, very first episode, the kind of getting to know you episode right. uh, that we did and it just I always wanted to do this. And it's like, hey, now, now it's a reality. And so kind of sending it out to, to my buddies and saying, hey, you know, podcast coming soon and just it's it's a cool reaction that I get uh, that I've gotten out of people it's, it's really neat yeah this is officially episode three uh, the first one as Ryan mentioned was getting to know you episode so if you're just joining us go back to that first episode uh, take a listen get to know more about Ryan who he is as a person uh, his family and also the business and then what we plan to do with this podcast you'll get a better sense of that as we move along obviously but it'll give you a little sense of what to expect in every episode that we release every other week we'll have a new episode out so hit subscribe uh, make sure you uh, you have that next episode delivered to you, and you'll be a part of the conversation every every time we roll out a new episode. And today we're going to begin with a little something different. It's a getting to know you question for Ryan. And, and what we'll try to do with this question from time to time is is get to know Ryan away from uh, the office, away from the business. You know, we're going to be talking a lot of finance and retirement planning here, but. What's his life like outside of the office at Black Oak Asset Management? So today, uh, Ryan, I just wanted a simple question for you to get a sense of what your day-to-day looks like. What's your morning routine consist of? Take me through what you do every day before you head into the office. Yeah, uh, morning routine, uh, that's super important uh, for me. I've always been, well, I shouldn't say always, for most of my life, I have been a morning person. Uh, My wife will is probably rolling her eyes right now. Uh, so I'm kind of that annoying person in the, in the morning, but I've learned to keep my distance from my wife, Stephanie. It takes her a few more minutes to get acclimated to the AM, but my morning routine is very important to me. It's sacred. Uh, I like to keep it sacred for myself. And again, as busy as my day can get, and I got two kids, uh, one almost six and one that's nine. So if I don't get things done in the morning for me, it's not happening the rest <laughs> of the day. Um, so 
I do like to work out in the morning. Do I work out every single day? I wish I could say that, but I don't. I try to. Uh, I really, really do. But if there's an early meeting or a late night the night before, whether they're hosting a workshop or kids' ball games, I'm not a perfect person. So I'm not going to sometimes wake up early in the morning and work out. But I do try to get up around, I don't know, 445 or so. And I know that sounds crazy for some people. But again, if I don't do it, the workout's not going to happen. And fitness is a big part of my life. So I do enjoy it. But uh, I go to a YMCA. There's a local YMCA where we live in uh, the northern part of Atlanta. And I, I go there every morning, get my routine done. And as soon as I get back, kids are up and it's time to take them to school and, and get the day going. So it's, I enjoy the mornings, but uh, sometimes it can be a struggle depending on the schedule. Yeah, it sounds like it. You got a lot going on. But uh, as soon as you get out of that, that uh, schedule and that routine, I mean, it's easy. It's tough to get back into it. So it's important to stay consistent with that every day, I'm sure. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. And there's a, there's a, a book that I just read not too long ago. Uh, highly recommend it. It's called Extreme Ownership. Okay. Uh, Jocko Willick, great book. And he, he paints a picture like just not using excuses. The alarm goes off, you get out of bed and do what you got to do. It's not hit snooze. It's not, oh, I'm so tired. It's <laughs> he slaps you in the face in that <laughs> book and just says, hey, here's a solution to you not getting out of bed. Just turn your alarm clock off and get out of bed. Like, okay. <laughs> Pretty simple. <laughs> right. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. Well, say sometimes you need that uh, straightforward approach and, and being whipped into shape. I know that helps a lot of people. So That's yeah, right. I'd love to check out that book. Uh, Ryan, if you don't know, Ryan, he is a president and financial coach at Black Oak Asset Management. As I mentioned, they serve uh, Alpharetta, the offices there uh, in Alpharetta and Cartersville, but all the Atlanta area, they, uh, they have clients all over. So if you are in the area looking for an advisor, looking for somebody just to bounce some ideas off of or kind of get some information from, Ryan and his team is a great place to start. You can find them online at blackoakam.com. Uh, and while you're there too, I know it's early 2020, a lot of people are talking taxes right now. There is a, a retirement rescue toolkit that you can find on the website. Uh, we're not going to talk a lot of taxes today, but uh, if you are kind of in that tax planning mode right now, I recommend you go over there, check it out. It's free to download. You'll get it sent to you, uh, delivered. I guess it's not a download. It's actually sent to your house, right? Yeah, it's like uh, we call it lumpy mail. So everybody likes <laughs> to get uh, lumpy mail. So uh, yeah, it does include my uh, book and another book that I wrote the forward on some DVD, CDs, free reports. So it's got some educational stuff on retirement planning and how to be as tax efficient as we can as we start to enter uh, those retirement years. So check that out. You can sign up for that uh, for free uh, on blackoakam.com. So let's jump into our main topic today. And as I mentioned, it's on lies you learn in broker school. And and really kind of the context of this conversation is, you know, a lot of financial professionals just say things that aren't completely true. And it's not that they're always trying to mislead you. It's just that they've been trained to use these talking points that, to really get you into the door and uh, and try to get your business. But you, know, you need to be aware of these things if you hear them. At least ask further questions and dive a little bit deeper into these uh, when you hear them. So I want to start off first, uh, Ryan, with you. Just kind of explain the difference. So I hear the term broker versus a financial advisor. Kind of explain the difference between what you do and what a broker does. Well, I mean, uh, what we do really is, as a fiduciary, we kind of take the best interest of, of our clients first. And so we're not having to sell particular products or what they call captive agents and, and do certain things and, and put people in certain investments to, you know, to earn a trip somewhere or get a kickback somewhere. And so 
that's kind of the standard that we're held to is, okay. is to, to be a fiduciary and to, again, hold our client's best interest way, 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 way ahead of ours. And not that brokers are, are bad. I'm not painting them in, in a bad light. It's just if there's a suggestion for certain things, it's okay. Is there, you know, what's the motive here? Is there an alternative motive there? But so just be aware. And, and if it is a broker, then just straight out, ask them, you know, how do you get compensated for this? Or, you know, is there anything that you get out of this other than myself? So just be aware of that. Okay. So four statements I want to, I want to run by you. And I want you to kind of explain why you need to be cautious of these. And let's start with this one. We have experts who can accurately predict market movement. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, philosophically, I just completely disagree with <laughs> being able to predict the market. Now I know there's a lot of these indicators and algorithms and we can get into the weeds of that stuff, but there's no individual or machine, if you will, that can predict what's going to happen because news is unpredictable. I mean, a hundred percent, obviously let's be candid here. What's in the news right now. Okay. We're talking about the virus and the flu virus in, right. in China. Well, obviously that slowly developed, but then, you know, the market reacted to it and it, it took a pretty big downturn. And so no one or no machine can predict that that is impossible. So, but markets do react to it, to news, because I mean, yes, that does affect certain industries. Obviously, international markets get get stung a little bit more, but even travel companies here, you know, whether that's airlines or cruise companies or whatever it may be, but there's no way that someone can predict uh, the market because again, it correlates to news is unpredictable and markets react to news, which means markets are unpredictable. Yeah, so that, that one might have been an easy one to start with for a lot of people, uh, but no one can accurately predict the market. Uh, number two, you know, we've been obviously in a really good market for a number of years now. So, you know, you might hear a lot of people brag about how well they've done, but if you hear somebody say, just look at our past investment returns and you can see we have a system that works in all markets, that should raise a red flag. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it, you know, obviously as a as an investor, you want to be, you know, there's buzzwords like diversification and asset allocation. And yes, you, you do want to spread your risk around as much as possible and then take on as much risk as you are comfortable with. And, and again, that, that differs with everybody. So if you're someone in retirement, and I talk about this in my book, in retirement, you want more consistent rate of return. So we're not chasing an average rate of return. You want more consistent rate of returns because as you're taking money out, you don't want to ride the roller coaster of the market as much versus someone who is younger who may be willing to take on more of that risk or more of that volatility because volatility also works in both directions. Most of the time we hear volatility and we think downside. Well, volatility has an upside too. So that's where we kind of shooting for an average rate of return when we are younger, but a consistent rate of return is what we want in retirement. So looking at past performance, I mean, you know, we have disclosures everywhere about past performance is no indication of future performance. I mean, that's everybody has to say that, but it's true. Right. I mean, it's just because one strategy or one investment has had this track record it doesn't guarantee, obviously, it's going to continue on that. Now, obviously, we take a look at that and factor that in, but uh, it certainly has no indication of what's going to happen down the road. Yeah, no question. Well, the first two are kind of more of a sales pitch type of statements that you might hear is if you're so, if someone's trying to get your business or you're you know early meeting with somebody. But 
Uh, this next one might happen a little bit later in the process as you're kind of discussing retirement and retirement income and, and how you're going to plan for all that. But if you hear somebody tell you that your tax rate will be much lower in retirement, what do you need to be aware of with that statement uh, that might not be completely accurate? Yeah, this is the one I'm probably the most passionate about in, in, okay. in the retirement rescue kit that you just mentioned. I mean, it dives into this topic, but again, this is not blanket advice, but saying that you're going to be in a lower tax rate in retirement is just because tax rates are so low, I have seen it more times than not that people are either in the exact same tax bracket in retirement, if not even higher, depending on how they are invested as they are working. So again, we could chase this rabbit down the hole a long, long way, but I think tax planning is a huge component from a structure standpoint. Now, again, I'm not a CPA, so I'm not going to sit there and help people save on taxes for that current year. That's that's what a CPA does amongst other things, but that's they're preparing it for this past year and how can we save from a deduction standpoint or whatever it may be. But looking at the big picture of where they're at now, because if you look at history and the, the workshops that we do on tax planning have, have all this in there, but if you look at history, tax rates have been significantly higher than what we're in right now. And obviously we just had our tax rates uh, lowered. Now, some people will argue, oh, my taxes actually went up. That's again, that's a conversation for another day, but the actual brackets went down and they are set to go back up in 2026. So we know what the tax environment is going to be for the next five years or so. They're, they're set to sunset on 1231 of 2025. So do as much planning on tax rates that we know right now to help you out down the road. So quick uh, uh, example is I sat down with a couple and they're about 15 years away from retirement. What the tax bracket they were in right now versus where they would be at the age of 70, they were two tax brackets higher wow. in retirement than they were while they were working. So again, that's not, again, blanket advice or, or a blanket situation, but there it is a real thing that people are in the exact same or if not higher tax bracket in retirement. What was their reaction when they when they saw that? Were they expecting was, that? Uh, no, it was very <laughs> eye-opening just because most of their money was in all pre-tax accounts. And yeah. I'm not saying investing in a 401k is a bad thing. It's not, but okay, what steps can we take over the next 15 years with that couple to not move them up to tax brackets, maybe keep them in the same, but there's a ton of strategies you can do between now and then to alleviate some of that tax pressure down the road. And here's the biggest caveat. What if tax rates go up in the future? Well, mm -hmm. we don't know that. Again, just kind of going back to markets, we can't predict markets. Well, we can't predict tax rates, but there's a lot of writing on the wall with a lot of government debt and a lot of uh, tax pressure that those rates, eh, again, are probably going to have to go up one day. It's just a matter of how much and when. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of time. We talked about it in the first and last episode, the episode number two about the SECURE Act. I mean, we already saw those changes that were trying to generate taxes for the government and they were straightforward with it. So you got to figure there's more adjustments being made down the road and, uh, It'd be, it'd be a great news if, if everything went lower. And the, the good thing is, if you planned for it to go up and it didn't, you're in better shape than you thought. So absolutely something to consider. Uh, the last lie I want to throw your way, or at least statement that might not be completely true. What do, you, what, do you, uh, what do you say to someone when they tell you, it's just a paper loss, hang in there and you'll be fine? <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
you know, there's a little bit of truth in that. That's true. I mean, technically, by definition, if if your investment has lost money on your statement and you have decided to hold on to that, well, technically, you still have not lost that money just yet, unless obviously you decide to sell that holding, whether it's an individual stock or ETF or mutual fund. So there's a little bit of truth in that. Sometimes it's not uh, it's not just that easy of, oh, just hold on to it and it'll be fine. Well, sometimes that, that may not be the case. And there's, I could cherry pick history and, and look at individual holdings or stocks that, you know, people kept doing that and it basically just went into the ground and to zero. Uh, so it is possible. Obviously, you're talking about the market and, and companies' uh, stocks and they can go to zero. It is definitely a possible thing, but trying to educate that to people and pass that on to people and just kind of play it off like, oh, it's just a paper loss. Um, there's a lot of emotion that it, that goes into that. So again, kind of going back to managing behavior from the last episode, that's a big part of what we do. And sometimes it, it may mean taking a loss to not suffer more losses. It, it just depends on, on what's going on and what the investment is. But just saying it's a paper loss, I don't really like I don't say that to clients and I don't think people would appreciate that, but there is some truth to it. But uh, again, you just got to know your course and, and what you're trying to do and accomplish. So those are four different, uh, what we call lies you learn in broker school. Some talking points that you might hear from a financial professional that, you know, maybe raise an eyebrow about if you hear, or at least follow up and ask a few more questions uh, if you hear any of these statements. And and going back to that the tax rate uh, conversation again, as Ryan mentioned, that you can get their retirement rescue toolkit if you haven't. It is on their website. You can go ahead and uh, sign up for that. They'll send it to your house and it will help you out. But that is a conversation you need to be having regardless of what time of the year it is. Uh, you know, make make plans and discuss strategies to lower your tax implications because, as uh, Ryan said, and as many people expect, taxes might go up in the future. There's a good chance the government will need to uh, to generate more revenue to, to pay off some debt and uh, Social Security, whatever that issue is that there is in the future you would think that taxes uh, will be heading north. So something to consider. But any information you need, you can find on Ryan's website at Black Oak AM. And uh, you know, I also recommend if you are looking for an advisor, and maybe you are if you're listening to this episode and, and trying to get a sense of you know some conversations you might have with a financial professional, uh, you can schedule your Retirement Coach 360 session online with Ryan as well there on the website, and that'll give you a chance to sit down and meet him, and, and he'll ask you a bunch of questions to get to know you and your situation a little bit better so that he can help you uh, come up with a plan that works for you and your needs. So all that is right there on, online, but you can also call their office at 470-508-0508. So let's conclude today's episode, Ryan, with a little bit of mailbag. Uh, question. We we had our first question of the podcast, and I, I recommend anybody that, that has a question, send it in to us. We'd love to hear from you. You can send it on the website, uh, submit it there, or you can call the office. Ryan will bring questions on the show that he gets from his office as well, and we'll answer them here so that everybody can benefit from it. Today's question, first question for the Perfect Game Retirement Podcast, comes in from Lisa and Alpharetta. She writes this, Ryan, I'd really like to meet with a financial advisor, but my husband says we're fine handling our investments ourselves. Is it okay to do this without help? Well, I mean, obviously, of course it is. Uh, there's there's plenty of people who, who manage their finances and their retirement planning uh, on their own because uh, every, again, everybody's situation is different. So it may be a, a case where, you know, 
people have uh, pensions and social security. And so income is, is not a problem or, or an issue. Now that's in the minority. I mean, there's not as many of those that go around as far as pensions and obviously people uh, collecting social security is, is more normal. But if people are trying to generate an income off their investments and off their retirement accounts, again, let's call it what it is. I'm a biased opinion. <laughs> and so that's what I do for a living. And so whether it's me or somebody else, I do think getting help and guidance and how to navigate, whether it's the investment part or the income part, or you know how to take an income off your accounts and your investments. And from a tax standpoint, there's a lot of nuances out there. So a comprehensive planner is going to walk you through those steps because there's just so many pieces to the puzzle when it comes to people's finances. It's not just, hey, my mutual funds are better than your mutual funds or my investment lineup is going to beat the S&P 500. There's another red flag kind of going back to what (laughs) we talked about earlier about lies your broker tells you. Run as fast as you can if you hear stuff like that. It's just people can do this on their own. And and we tell people when we have workshops, we don't pressure people to schedule appointments. That's the last thing we want to do because if you pressure people into it, they're just going to cancel on you anyways. So might as well just address it. But those are kind of one of the two things. If you work with an advisor and you're tickled to death with that person, then keep working with them and keep bouncing questions off them. And also people, if they're a do-it-yourselfer, again, some people can do that. So we always encourage people, if you want to do that, then then keep doing that. And if it's something that you want to just bounce ideas off, that's kind of part of our process is kind of an intro meeting. We don't charge for an intro meeting. And if people want to bounce ideas off, Yes, we'll we'll certainly bounce ideas. We won't give specific recommendations on that first meeting, but if you just want to talk to someone, whether it's myself or somebody else, people will do that as far as advisors go. But it's certainly possible to do. It just if there's something that keeps you up at night or stresses you out that eh, may, maybe you're not sure of what what you're doing, then maybe you do need to talk to someone. But that's a decision, obviously, with a spouse that has to be on the same page as well, because you definitely don't want. Uh, one spouse kind of pull in the other direction. It just doesn't work uh, for anybody in that situation. Yeah. And, and Ryan kind of touched on this, but I thought uh, the part of the question and that caught my attention was, uh, you know, them saying they're fine handling their investments. And as you pointed out, there's so much more to it than just what are you investing in uh, for your retirement plan? There's so many more parts and moving pieces to that plan that uh, you might not even be be aware of unless you work with an advisor. So something to consider, Lisa, but we do appreciate you sending in the question. And again, if you have something on your mind that you want to get some feedback from or bounce something off of Ryan, you can do so on the show. You can send it in uh, to blackoakam.com or you can call the office as well and talk to Ryan one-on-one. 470-508-0508. And don't forget while you're on the website too, every podcast will be archived there as well. So you can uh, go back to listen to past episodes and catch up on anything you missed. Plus, if you hit subscribe to whatever podcasting app and platform you're using, you'll have the next one delivered to you and we'll have a new one coming out in a couple of weeks. So Ryan, appreciate the time. Uh, some really good information on that and uh, glad to get our first mailbag in the books. Absolutely, man. Enjoyed it. It was great. Thanks for listening to Perfect Game Retirement. For Ryan, I am Ben. We'll talk to you next time. The Perfect Game Retirement Podcast is brought to you by Black Oak Asset Management, serving the greater Atlanta area with offices in Alpharetta, Cartersville, and Macon. The show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. 
Just search for Perfect Game Retirement to find us. You can also visit blackoakam.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Ryan Ledden, and to learn more about how to pitch a perfect game in retirement. Information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Please consult with a qualified professional before taking any action. Securities and registered investment advisory services offered through Silver Oak Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Black Oak Asset Management and Silver Oak Securities, Inc. are not affiliated.